Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello there and welcome to the WP Builds Podcast once again. This is episode 108, entitled Make Your Blog Posts Work Harder For You, with Ben Dell from Missing Letter. It was published on Thursday, the 27th of December, 2018. My name's Nathan Wrigley from pictureandword.co.uk, a small web development agency based in the north of England. And because it's an episode which is an interview, we shan't be having David Wormsley today, but hopefully we'll see him next week. Just like to say, I hope you had a happy Christmas, if that's something that you celebrate, and I hope that you're looking forward to your New Year's celebrations. I am actually recording this between Christmas and New Year, so it's not pre-recorded, it's actually done on those dates, and I'm feeling very happy about my Christmas and certainly looking forward to the New Year, so I hope that you are too. Okay, just a couple of bits of housekeeping, if that's possible. If you go to the wpbuilds.com website, you'll notice that there's a great big menu running along the top. If you're on a mobile, there's a menu button. The things that I want to draw your attention to are the subscribe button, which takes you to our subscribe page. And on there, you'll be able to get get notified of all the things that we do. That's basically all that we do. There's a, there's a form that you can fill in where you can get onto our newsletter. There's a Facebook group of nearly 1,800 members. It's very, very useful if you're into WordPress and want some answers to various things. And you can be notified via Messenger. And there's a YouTube channel and a Slack channel. But basically all that we do is tell you that we've put new episodes out. And we do one episode on a Thursday. That's what you're listening to now. And then we also put out a WordPress weekly news on a Monday. But I'm having a couple of weeks off because it was Christmas and it'll be New Year. So I'll be back in the in the first proper week of January. The other thing to mention is if you go to wpbuilds.com forward slash advertise, you'll be able to see the options that we've got for advertising on the podcast, you know, banner ads and audio inserts and that kind of thing. So if you're a plugin developer or in any way connected with something to do with probably WordPress, then uh, go and check that out and you might be able to get yourself on the podcast and in front of our audience, which would be really nice. Forward slash deals if you would like to avail yourself of some money off some notable WordPress um, plugins and so on and so forth. For example, there is, uh, we've got some new ones on there. There's 20% off WP Ultimo, 20% off If So, and loads of money off various things like 25% off Main WP and Blog Vault and Malcare and Toolset and a whole bunch of other stuff. So it's definitely worth checking out if you're in the mood to buy things at the moment forward slash webinars if you want to come on the well if you want to come and join us on one of our webinars we've got one coming up soon with laura elizabeth um, from client portal so that's maybe worth checking out and lastly forward slash contribute if you want to come on on our new little contribute section in which you can sort of tell us about something that you've done recently something that you're proud of we've got a whole bunch that are out now i think there's three the most recent one was kyle van dusen who was talking about a way to suck elemental form data out and stick it in a trello board which was very useful for um, care plans so maybe go and check that one out the wp builds podcast is brought to you today by godaddy learn how to build your wordpress business with free resources from experienced freelancers consultants and agencies you can find it all at x.co slash wp builds that's the letter x.co slash wp builds 
and the Page Builder Framework. Do you use a page builder to create your websites? The Page Builder Framework is a mobile, responsive and lightning fast WordPress theme that works with Beaver Builder, Elementor, Breezy and other page builders. With its endless customization options in the WordPress customizer, it's the perfect fit for you and your agency. Go to wp-pagebuilderframework.com today. We thank all of our sponsors for their support of the WP Builds podcast. We certainly do indeed. Okay, today we've got Ben Delon from Missing Letter. Now, Missing Letter is a platform that I actually use. I won't go into too much detail, but I thoroughly recommend it, actually. I found it to be really useful for sort of reposting content over a whole year-long period. So if you've got clients who are struggling with their social media, not finding time to do it, and, and if they've got evergreen content which they would like to draw people's attention to today, tomorrow, and next month, then this is certainly worth listening to. But he also talks about a couple of other things that he's been working on. Uh, Uppercase, which is a conference which has now happened, but it was really inspirational to find out how much he did in such a short space of time and how Uppercase led him to build personally by himself in about a four-week period um, a complete SaaS platform called Hey Summit because of the problems that he was finding with handling such a large conference. It's really interesting. He's an absolute dynamo, and uh, and I really, really was inspired by him. So I hope that you enjoy this episode. Hello there. Hello there. Thanks for joining us on the WP Builds podcast once again. Appreciate your attendance very much indeed. Today, all the way from, well, the UK. Wow, it makes a change. It's been a long time since I had somebody from the UK. We have Benjamin Dell. Hello, hello. Hello. Are you Benjamin or are you Ben? So it's a really boring story, but I am officially Benjamin. Uh-huh. I'm. I, everyone calls me Ben, but I always introduce myself as Benjamin Dell because I have a. Uh, I sometimes talk quickly, and my surname <laughs> is short, so it's Dell. And if I just say Ben Dell, it merges into one, and it just gets confusing. So officially, <laughs> I introduce introduce myself as Benjamin. Because ben fun, fun story, eh? Yeah. Well, that's a good story. Ben Dell sounds like a first name, doesn't it? Yeah, there, exactly, he's waiting yeah. for Ben Dell. What? <laughs> what? Ben Dell Smith? Um, yeah. So Ben is on the podcast today because he. Um, well. Really, I think the reason comes from something that I use that he built. That's always a great, um, great way to get people on the podcast. Use something and then ask them to come on. Um, ben has built. Well, I'm going to say Ben has built. That is my assumption. I could be wrong. Let's let's find out that in a moment. But Ben has got a software service, a SaaS product called Missing Letter. Now, don't go searching for it on Google in the normal way of spelling it. It's Missing Letter without the trailing e. The last e is missing, so it's L E T T R. And perhaps Ben, you wouldn't mind just explaining what on earth Missing Letter is. Well, I should first of all say that even the, the traditional spelling will get you there. So, um, but, ah, it's, good. It's, but the cool kids are putting in it without the E. So yeah. <laughs> if you're one of the cool kids, don't, don't do that E at the end. Um, so, yeah, essentially, Missing Letter exists to help our customers promote their blog posts across their social channels. Um, because if you like, most of us will we'll click publish in WordPress or whatever the platform happens to be. And that's it. We just assume people will come and, you know, read what we've been writing. Um, And if you're lucky, if you're one of those few, you might do a tweet or a Facebook post on the day you've published. Um, And a very, very small handful of those select few will maybe follow it up a week later or a month later to sort of catch those that maybe missed it the first time. Um, But that's pretty much where most of us will drop off and, and 
it, when it comes to marketing, it's all about consistency. So with Missing Letter, we take all of that out of the way. We put your blog promotion on autopilot. We are monitoring your website. So whether that's WordPress, Ghost, doesn't really matter what it is at all. We're completely platform agnostic. We're monitoring that. And when you next click publish, we detect it. We run some natural language processing and some clever little algorithms over your long form blog post. And we're looking for punchy quotes and phrases. We'll recommend hashtags. We'll extract images that you've put in there. And we'll also create and generate on-demand branded images for you using your own content in sort of a speech bubble sort of style. Um, and then we turn that into a sequence of social content, all fully optimized for the various platforms. And we wrap it up as a 12 month long campaign. And this all happens within minutes of you clicking publish. So you, the, the, the first you'll hear from us is an email about 20 minutes after you've published saying, hey, your campaign is ready. Click here to review it. You go into missing letter, cycle through different options, maybe make a few edits if you need to, and then click go. And then from that point forwards, we're now dripping that social content out to each of your social accounts. We work with Twitter, LinkedIn, Google Plus, and Facebook, um, and we'll do that for the next 12 months. And that happens, that campaign will, will be created for each blog post that you publish. You don't have to approve all those campaigns, of course, you might not you know, want to promote a particular blog post, but um, we will create one for each one ready for you to approve should you want it. And that's Kind of missing letter in a nutshell. Yes, you've done really well there. Um, essentially, everything I had to say has now evaporated. You've explained it all. Uh, we'll wrap <laughs> it up there and we'll see you on next week's see you later. later. <laughs> yeah. no, no, but it's absolutely true. I don't remember now when I got started, probably about six months ago, but I, I presume at some point I must have fed in the well, I, I guess the, the URL for my blog feed or possibly um, like a, an iTunes type thing. Can't remember, but let's assume it's the feed. And then from that moment on, everything that you've described is absolutely true. I sat back, received the email. Uh, you click through and then you decide upon the tags, the hashtags that you wish to select. And it's sucked those out of things like WordPress categories and tags and so on. Um, some of them, you, you you would immediately think, no, I don't want that one because it's, it, you know, you might have had it as a tag on your website, but probably not suitable for like a, a Facebook group or a post on Twitter or whatever. Uh, and then you move on. And what's important to mention is that all of the the clever AI stuff that you've used to to generate these pieces of text, it's all totally configurable and editable. Um, and it's laid out in little rows and you say, okay, on day one, publish this with this image. On day two, publish, actually day three, publish this with this image and so on. Or you can just say, delete, delete, delete. I don't want those. And in the case of WP Builds, the way I've got it, well, I haven't got it set up. You can explain that in a moment. I'm, I go in each week and delete everything except one, which is probably about six months away. Now, I really haven't got any metrics yet to judge how this how effective this is because I'm I've I've yet to reach that 6 month period where it's going to start posting automatically for me but is there a tendency for your users to kind of overuse this and have you got kind of advice in place for people who have just got this on complete autopilot and they're posting everything do people get weary of this stuff I think it's always a risk, um, but that's not a reason for us to not be in business if, if, if you want to be extreme about it. So um, what, there's many ways of answering that. For, for one, we need to make sure that we're doing a really great job at giving people sufficient or reasonable defaults to start with. So we start off with a 12 month campaign for each of your blog posts. Um, and that's made up of just nine posts. So actually, when you think about it, even though you're only 
you know, allowing the, the, the six month one to go out um, for, for the most, you know, most people out there, they're getting a campaign with nine, which is not that many. You know, if you, if you, if you look at some of the other services that might sort of try and automate things, they, they might be doing it a bit more frequently than that. So we like to start people off on a slightly lower pace, um, but you can customize from there. So you can ramp it up a little bit if you want to. Um, and of course, you know, even if you stick with a 12 month campaign with nine posts in it, you know, obviously, as you start publishing more and more blog posts, um, you will obviously have these, these these campaigns run in parallel. So it, it, it's got to be done on a case by case basis. And, you know, I had a customer on, the, on a call with me um, a couple of months ago, and they were just asking for a similar piece of recommendation. And they were sort of saying, well, look, I do throughout the week, I do Monday through to Thursday, I think it was, I do a smaller sort of blog post, kind of very, very punchy, a bit more sort of um, Tumblr in style, I suppose. And I've got my missing letter campaign obviously set up for that. And then I do a longer deep dive opinion piece on Fridays. And again, I have my missing letter campaign for that. But I'm not seeing great results. What, you know, can, can you suggest anything? And it was clear to me there, but perhaps not to him at the time, that obviously in, in that case, it makes human sense forget the program that's helping you with it just from a human standpoint it doesn't really make sense blasting out a campaign to promote each of those smaller little snippets because the value that they have in and of themselves is not really that great but the friday opinion piece the deeper dive does you know warrant a bit more of promotion so i think we've got to all of us take a bit of responsibility even before you start using tools like missing netter or buffer or any of these other cool tools out there Ask yourself first, what actually deserves to be promoted, you know, and, and what sort of frequency does that look like? And then use a tool like Missing Letter to help you with that. So um, that's just a long way of saying, really, that, that, you know, we need to do a better job, I think, at, as always, as at, at sort of educating our users and helping them make those um, informed decisions, particularly with, sorry, with, um, with all the stuff that's going on with Facebook at the moment. You know, I'm seeing it more and more as our responsibility to, to really help our users become responsible citizens in the social space. The the way that um, it works for me is I put out two pieces of content each week currently. One is a Monday news article, which has absolutely uh, limited shelf life. By next week, it's completely superseded by the next news article. So the way that I approach Missing Letter, I hope I'm doing this right, is I just bin the email that comes from Missing Letter for my Monday news article, um, and then it does nothing with it. it it's, it's tried to help me out, but I've basically, by binning the email, said, no, go away. I don't, I don't wish to use that. And that makes perfect sense to me. Although, having listened to you, maybe I'll promote that a little bit later in the week. Maybe I'll start to do that. But the the, the main uh, podcast, which you're listening to now, that that I do want to. So when that email comes in, um, I, I wish to engage with it. So I, I respond and so on. What I'm interested to know, because I'm only using it to push the 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 information into my Facebook group. That's the only way that I've got it set up. Uh, I did know that it allowed you to connect to these other channels, you know, Twitter and uh, Google and so on and so forth. Is it possible to have a different series going out? So, for example, could I have one thing going out to Twitter on day one and the next one is going out onto Facebook groups on day three and so on? Can you Can you configure it like that should you wish to? So at the moment, a, a single campaign, if you do want to have it go out to multiple sources, and most, most of our customers do, so Twitter, Facebook, a group, a page, whatever yeah. it might be, um, they currently go out at the same time. So um, now they can have different times within, and they all do have different times actually, um, time slots within that day. But if, if day zero's 
post is due to go out to Facebook and Twitter, they will both, you know, they, they will both get sent that on that same day at different times, but on the same day. Um, so to achieve what you're talking about, I think you'd need to set up two campaigns, one right. for, you know, right. one that has a completely different schedule almost for Facebook and one that has a different yes. schedule for Twitter. And I could use the same feed URL for multiple um, simultaneous campaigns. That would yes, be indeed. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, oh, yeah. That, well, that makes sense. So in effect, I've got my, I would have my WP builds Twitter uh, feed, which would be day one, three, five, whatever. And then I'd have my Facebook feed, which exactly the same setup, only on different days and so on. Yeah. Um, the, again, the way that I'm using it is that I respond to that email. I log into missing letter and I do the manual deletion of all of the bits that I don't want. So Again, to hark back to what Missing Letter does, it, it by default, it provides you with nine different pieces of content which it can automatically put out. I go and delete eight of them very quickly by pressing one button underneath them. It takes a minute or two, but I, you know, hand on head, slap face moment. Um, ben was explaining to me, you don't have to do that because there are clever things built into Missing Letter. Do you want to tell us about the sort of automated side of things if I wanted to be less um, less involved with the platform and just let it go on autopilot? Yeah, sure. So if you want to save that RSI, then, then what you can do is uh, we've got what's known as scheduled templates. So uh, it's, it is kind of what it says on the tin, really. Um, by default, 12 month long campaign made up of nine posts, but that's by default. You can create your own schedule templates. So you might have one that says, look, I want my campaigns to run for five years, but I want them to have half of the amount of posts or twice as many posts or whatever. So you can decide the duration of the campaign or the duration of the schedule, the um, quantity of posts, but also um, just to be a little bit geeky for a second, the, the, the distribution of the posts to the sense that do you want those posts, let's say you want 12 posts in a 12 month period, um, the default will be, you know, one, one a month, but actually you might say, I want them to be more condensed at the beginning of that schedule versus, and then to slow down near the end, to spread out a bit more or vice versa. So you can decide how you want that distribution to sort of fall in. But yeah, you could basically, in your example, you could say whatever you want to call it, you know, WPP, um, uh, uh, you know, six month campaign, and you will say, I want two posts, one on day zero or day one and one on day, you know, um, 270 or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so all of this is configurable. It's a it's a user interface. You go in and you click buttons and select menu items and type in numbers and so on. And it's dead straightforward. And um, Ben showed me how to do it at the beginning. And I <laughs> felt, felt rather ashamed that I'd never kind of figured that out. Although I think it is potentially a, a newer thing, is it? <laughs> Yeah, we've been, it's been six months. No, but, it's not a no. new thing. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> but look, hey, I, I fall afoul of this always. I mean, it's so easy, isn't it? With, yeah. I mean, how many SaaS products do I have myself? I mean, you know, that I, I, that I use as a consumer and how many of those are changing things every day that yes. I have no idea about? Yes. Probably all of them. Yeah, so keeping up to it's a common thing. Yeah. I'll let you off. Oh, thank you. That's good. <laughs> yeah. The the other thing that I've noticed is, and I don't know if this is uh, configurable or if you've set it up this way. When I go in, I have to manually, the, the way I've got it set up, I say, I have to manually approve the campaign. That is to say, I set it all up, make sure all the days are right, get the featured image in, make sure the text is what I want to appear, click OK, and then finally click, uh, I think it says schedule campaign or something like that on the big red button. Um, is it possible to have it so that I do no interaction with your website at all and it will send them out regardless of whether I click schedule campaign? But then we'd never see you. I know. Why would we do that? No. Um, no, but in, in, in all sort of honesty, um, it would be so easy for us to do that. 
because we've all, everything's already there. But I don't think we ever will because, um, I mean, we started out thinking like this and I think it's just being reinforced um, as we build through the product, particularly with the stuff that's going on with Facebook and Twitter, you know, preventing the duplicates the or, or uh, uh, not allowing duplicates and obviously with the, you know, the crunching down that Facebook are doing. It's so important that we are seen to be, but we are also actually um, helping our users be be responsible citizens in um, the, the, their social worlds. And although it would be very easy to just say, look, we'll, we'll automatically publish it for you, I think we need to have a bit of responsibility here and say, look, we, we want you to at least okay it. And obviously we want to make it as quick as possible for you as, as, as feasible, but we want you to have looked at what we've put in front of you, even though you're seeing the same stuff every week and or the same style of, of content every week and the same structure, the same pattern. Um, it's important that you ask the other one saying, I've looked at it, I've done my due diligence, I'm happy at going out. Because at the end of the day, we're creating these campaigns based on your blog posts. So we're mm. not we're not making up the wording for you. So although it's your content and therefore why, you know, I'm sure you trust it, you know, if, if you if you happen to have something wrong in your in your blog post in the first place, a misspelling or something, you want to be able to check that and we want to make sure that you are given the opp- the opportunity to do that. I like it. I think there's a certain how shall we say it? There's an overuse of these automating tools and it's pretty clear when you go into, for example, Facebook. And I don't know if you've ever noticed, uh, listeners, I'm sure Ben has, that um, as part of the the deal with Facebook, when a post is made into Facebook, if you look beneath the name of the person who's posted it, it says from which platform it came. Mm. And uh, it's very easy when you see the word buffer, for example, uh, you kind of realise, ah, I wonder, maybe this post was 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 scheduled months and months ago and it's been rescheduled and it's coming at me every week. And, you know, and, and I think it's quite nice to have that human touch and check everything's okay. And nine over a year, it's not, it's not a great deal, is it really? I mean, most of our content. customers will take about a minute, maybe yep. two minutes maximum yep. to review a campaign. And if you think that that's then going to be promoting that blog post for an entire year, it's yep. it's actually a very, very small amount of time, considering what it would actually take to manually think of, think of these quotes yourself, create the, the images, crop them, make them, you know, optimize for each platform. We're saving a hell of a lot of time. So um, the last little bit we want you to do is just just make sure you're happy with it because yeah. it's, your, it's your brand at the end of the day that's going to, that it's going to be going out towards and representing. So it's it's a sensible, um, common sense thing to, to have you do. Yeah, well, I, I appreciate that, actually. And I'm glad that that is, in fact, the, the message. I wondered um, because I've always clicked, you know, schedule campaign <laughs> and it's t- taken me, like you say, a minute uh, I wondered if there was a way of, of automating. It's nice, nice that you've got a nice that you've got a position on that rather than just saying no, we haven't built it. You've actually got a, a philosophical stance on that. That's really nice. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of uh, sort of Facebook, as I was just a moment ago, I, I don't know if you know about this, but I'm sure you do. Facebook recently decided, in their wisdom, that um, it was probably time to rein in a little bit the the amount of automation and systems that could reach inside of Facebook groups in particular. <laughs> and they seem to have sort of, with a with a broad brush, just disabled just about every kind of automation software uh, from posting into Facebook groups. Do you, do it, have you fallen foul of this? Have you recovered from this? Yeah, very good point. Um, so the, I, from what I understand, there was, there was no, um, I'll turn off them. I'll turn, keep them on. Sort of select selections going on by Facebook when they did this a few months ago. It was just a blanket. We're disabling all, or pretty much all um, groups API access. 
until we have a handle on the situation, essentially. Um, and, and really what they were saying was that they wanted to manually review it, every product that was using their groups API on a case-by-case basis. So we were impacted by it just the same as Bufferware was and everyone else. Um, I believe Buffer were, were impacted by it. Anyway, um, so we had a period of about two to three months, I think, where you couldn't post through Missing Letter to your groups. Pages continue to work, but not groups. Um, perfect timing, though, this podcast, though, because as of yesterday, literally yesterday, um, we had it re-reviewed. Um, we had to wait for our slot, um, and it was it was unanimously sort of re-accepted. Um, you know, and we were seen as you know doing it in the right way. We've done a lot of work um, in some cases alongside Facebook to make sure that the way that we we in- integrate with their API is done in a way that doesn't violate any of their policies and, and is done in a responsible way. So we were confident it would be re-accepted. It was just more of a matter of when, really. Was it done by? Was that? human beings who decided that did you actually speak to yeah. real so it wasn't well some sort of... i mean th- through like a a, a a review submission process that we then followed up with through we've got access to their direct supports which um you've got to be invited into it doesn't mean we're a partner or anything i, I wish we could I, I think we should should be applying to be a partner at some point but i, I think that's a, more of a long shot um, so I, I interacted with someone through through the support system and they responded and said, look, we're going to expedite this for you and review it now. And within a matter of minutes, they've reviewed it and um, and checked and, 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 and reactivated everything. Oh, so nice. We had a bit. But yeah, I mean, I, it's still a risky game. You know, I mean, we are still utterly beholden to Facebook and Twitter and all the other platforms that we integrate with. Yes. Um, and it doesn't take much for them to, you know, shut it down. I had oh. a business or an idea of, well... A hobby business, as Apple might call it, I suppose. Um, about four years ago, it was a product with Instagram where we would um, recycle comments. So we would, you know, there was a limit back then. I don't know if that still exists, where you could post a maximum of thirty tags, hashtags within Instagram. Um, we would, we would, uh, you would, you could create a library of like a thousand co- uh, tags if you wanted on our site called InstaButler, and um, it would then detect the post that you wanted to use this facility on it would then post 30 tags and then wait 30 minutes delete the comment post the next 30 tags and it would do that throughout the day so it would just boost everything uh that business <laughs> about 50, users and then i woke up one morning and instagram had just shut off our access with without any way to contact them uh, and i understand why but um it just goes to show the risk you are at when you are so beholden, when when a when a when a third party is so central to what you offer. Um, so in that in this case with missing letter, we've taken obviously it's a different product offering a different thing. We don't think it's spammy or anything at all. But still, we've got to make sure that we go that extra mile to really play nicely with them. Yes, and I would imagine the fact that it is curated and ultimately agreed to by a human being, the stuff that you're posting, and there's you know the, there's automation in the creation. There isn't automation in the decision. Um, I would imagine that Facebook at al would would rather like that, and it gives you a solid argument going forwards. You know, if they ever do query, how is this stuff being generated? You can say, well, it's generated by us, but they decided to post it, so it, you know, it, it's a human that's done it. So yeah, again, yeah, yeah, pretty I, much. I encourage that. Um, Speaking of uh, other things that you do, with um, really, I don't know quite what the timing of this is, but I'm, I'm very interested to to talk about something else which you've got yourself involved in. You can find out about it at uppercase. Well, it's actually missingletter.com forward slash uppercase. Now, it's going to be happening very soon, but we're going to talk about it anyway. And I'm hoping that you're going to answer this question with a yes. Will the videos and the discussions after the fact still be available? 
Yes. Right. Then we'll we'll continue to talk about <laughs> it. Um, it's a conference, but it's like Uber conference. Tell us about Uppercase. Yeah. So this is a really this is this has really been driving me like 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 nothing's driven me for a long long time in terms of excitement and uh, getting me really interested because it's taken on a life of its own. Um, so this was an idea I had four five weeks ago, like literally yesterday. You know, essentially yesterday. Uh, where I thought, look, it's a long summer. Um, we're we're busy working on some bigger features in the product and missing letter. So, um, but I still want to engage with our with our audience somehow with our customers. Um, what can I do? So I thought maybe we can do a really really simple thing. We'll get three experts in their field, it might be social media marketing, whatever, and we'll put on a webinar a week. So three webinars, three weeks. And that just gives us an excuse, but a valid one, a genuine one, to email our, our users once a week um, for three weeks and say, hey, check out Bob. He's talking about, you know, how to do X, Y, Z with your social media campaigns or whatever. And it's just pure value, no sale, just benefit from this. I hope you enjoy sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I so, so then I thought, well, I need three experts. So I better email, you know, uh, some people that, you know, to see whether there's any interest. So I emailed our, our users because I thought that would be a good place to start, um, to see whether any of them would be interested in speaking at one of these. Um, and within about 12 hours, I had 350 people respond, absolutely ecstatic, out of their seats, excited to be considered even, let, let alone um, uh, actually do it. Um, so I thought, well, I better start whittling this down to a slightly smaller number. And then I thought, well, why should I? Actually, let's be a bit bolder here. So two things happened. One, uh, I made a decision to run it more as, a, as an online conference and to give it a proper name, so hence the uppercase name there, um, to, to run it over a full two weeks and to try and do what I've never seen an online conference do before. Because, hey, who wants to do another online conference where <laughs> you've got two people, run over three days, you've never heard of them, and you get the replays, and then it's just a closed wall, and, and that's it. So I thought, let's do 100 speakers over two weeks, and let's try and aim for 75 of those to be, you know, really credible experts, but, but not necessarily people you've heard of. So that's not to downplay their value and what they have to offer, of course, but just, you know, not being too ambitious. Let's try and get 75 credible people, experts in their own field, but not necessarily well known. Mm-hmm. And then let's see if I can get the remaining 25 to be known people, known brands, um, personalities, published authors, that sort of thing. And then I thought, well, let's see if we can actually build the platform from scratch because I don't really want to have to use, with the greatest respect, another WordPress plugin or something else that <laughs> looks like all of the other platforms out there, all the other conferences that were being put on. I wanted to create something a little bit unique. And then as a final challenge, I thought, well, my team are too busy. So if this is going to happen, I'm going to have to do it myself. So I started, and this was four weeks ago. So we are now, four, four weeks forward, we have a completely bespoke webinar online conference um built custom uh, platform built with attendee engagement with demographic management with sponsorship management with with speaker engagement we create graphics on on the fly for our, our sponsor speakers whole bunch of stuff um we have 102 speakers it's running over two weeks as i as i said it's entirely free we have 28 topics being covered from social media to sales marketing um managing teams, entrepreneurship, podcasting, um, uh, mindfulness, anything basically that's going to help, uh, you know, a, a self-starter or a marketing manager or a founder or a CEO either build their startup in the first place, manage it, run it, launch it, grow it, scale it, all those things. Um, 
And uh, yeah, it's, it's taken on a life of its own. We, we have an incredible platform out there. It cost me zero pence to, to build it and launch it. Obviously, I built it myself. So, you know, I wasn't, you know, that, that, that was a big saving. But, um, <laughs> to, but, but interestingly, with all these speakers, you know, the fact that we have 100, I mean, some of these charge 10, 15K, uh, you know, a pop. And we got them all for without any even discussion around cost. It was just a, a straight, yes, I want to be involved sort of um, response. Um, and in fact, we've made about $10,000, um, you know, through sponsorship. So it's it's been a really interesting journey. We have um, Ash Mayura talking about Lean Startup. We have Brennan Dunn talking um, from a freelancer perspective. We have the head of the director of marketing at AppSumo talking, um, the CEO at Go Squared, CEO at Bear Metrics, at Plutio, who I know you had on before, yeah. um, Help Docs. Um, there's a new startup, Canny, and she's she's like number third most popular speaker at the moment, um, Sarah Hum. Um, we've got some really, really amazing speakers. It is incredible. I mean, it is genuinely, I know I'm tooting my own horn here, but it is genuinely a, a groundbreaking conference, um, both in terms of the platform that's feeding it and driving it, but also just the quality of the topics and the content. Um, and it's all entirely free. And yes, it will all be available after this conference. So if you're listening to this, head to missingletter.com forward slash uppercase and you can get access to all of this content. I think Ben kind of buried the the nugget that I like most kind of in oh, no. the middle What's of that, that little diatribe. I mean, all of the, <laughs> yeah, the, the speakers, that's fabulous. Really amazing that you've got that many people. It's the platform. <laughs> you've built the platform to handle all of this. That's incredible. So I want you to dwell on that for a minute, if that's all right. So sure. you said... Okay, so it, it takes care of all the sponsors. It creates images for you. It creates um, what, like show notes and things. To tell us more about this platform that you built. Yeah. And do you so, intend to do anything with this once missing? Once the uppercase conference is over. Yeah, great question. Okay, so um, the only thing it doesn't do, and that was by design, it, it doesn't do the actual recording or presentation of the um, webinar or the talk itself. So we're using, and that's an intentional strategic decision because you know most people. We'll, we'll have their own platforms and you know we've been using zoom for a while so it just makes sense to depend upon that i don't want that bit to go wrong you know, yes, we, yeah, yeah. Is all <laughs> you know that, that, that should not go wrong so we're using zoom but other than that the recording will live on the site and everything else is built from scratch so here are some of the things that it does um from the attending engagement and discovery you know it's an interesting challenge when there's a hundred talks We've got to actually do more than just let people go, I want to go and see that talk. We've actually got to help them unearth and discover content. So when you provide your email address, you go through a three, four step process where we say, great, fantastic. We've got a little tick box thing to accept the terms and conditions. But once you got past that, um, we present a grid of the different topics. So we say, look, what are you focusing on right now as a business or as an individual? Choose at least three topics. So you choose a few topics and then it swishes to the next section. And then we present to you some recommendations for some talks. And you can pick as many as you want. And interestingly, on average, people are choosing about 20, 22 talks per um, per attendee, which is quite interesting. Um, and then the, then finally, um, we, we have this little incentive for virality where each of our speakers have provided both a or optionally, but most of them, like 95% of them have provided a giveaway, which is a, something that is totally free, like a copy of their book or mm -hmm. free access like AppSumo to their to their product or whatever it is. And then an offer as well, which is something like a discount or something like that. The giveaway is then used in this final part of the sign up sequence to incentivize people to actually um, share it with others and we will enter them into a giveaway so that they can win this free thing, depending
depending on which which talks they've booked into. And every speaker is offering something different. So that's the attendee sort of side of thing. Um, obviously, I've then built an, uh, an automated um, a mail merge style um, email solution internally so that we can target um, in the nicest possible way, of course, um, attendees or speakers. <laughs> so we can actually send out a sequence of emails, a little bit like Intercom, but I just decided to build it myself. Um, so that we can, you know, send them a schedule which has, you know, links to all the calendar um, ICS files, uh, as well as one to add them all in one go. Um, if they've, if they've, you know, dropped off without actually subscribing to it or choosing a talk, we'll send them an email. Things like that. Um, so that's the attendee side. Then we have sponsorship. So we have what's known as main sponsors and then um, uh, category sponsors. So a main sponsor obviously you know, it permeates across the whole sort of platform, whereas a category sponsor is someone who's sponsoring an individual category or topic within the, within the conference like marketing or something else. And there's different price points for each. We have different emails that go out. Um, and you know, once they're on, it, they get added with their logo and, and, and they get added automatically to the platform as well as automatically to all the emails that go out and as well as automatically to each of the graphics that we create on the fly, which I'll tell you about in a second. So that's the sponsorship stuff. Then we've got the speaker stuff. Now, again, because there's a hundred speakers, there's no way I'm going to manually enter all of, you know, the title of the talk, the name and all that sort of stuff. So, because there's just too many of them. So um, we have a, a speaker dashboard that um, once we import them all through either manually or through, you know, in terms of the email addresses, um, through a spreadsheet or just manually, they get sent an email, they get created an account, they get sent the password that they can then change or a reset link. Um, they then go into the dashboard and from there they can add their headshot and bio and do all that sort of stuff. They can track demographics, you know, what type of attendee is actually um, joining uh, or booking into their talks and how many crucially attendees do they have. So we've got, you know, someone at the top who's got like seven, eight hundred people booked in. Um, and it will tell them, you know, 50% of them um, are, you know, have naught to 10 employees, you know, that sort of thing, um, which really just helps them guide a little bit, a bit of market research for them as well. And then they have graphics in there. So because we want them to become promoters of the conference itself, not just for their benefit, but for the benefit of the conference and the benefit of every other um, speaker. So we've created these graphics, but again, not manually because there's a hundred of them. So <laughs> I've built a, a, a graphics generation little tool that basically you know, has the branding of uppercase. It, it, it sort of puts each of the main sponsors we have on there in terms of the logos, the face of the speaker, the date with a little countdown, the title of the talk, and, and then the link. And that's a, a different version of those for each of the social platforms, and they can just download it and then share it on Twitter or whatever it might be. Um, yeah, so that's, that's pretty much, you know, there's a whole bunch of other things that go on there. We cre I've created the facility to attach a different host um, to each of the talks because you know we've got 100 speakers over two weeks so almost every talk is going to be run in parallel with another one so there'll be two talks at any given time okay. so I have a co-host from my team and we need to assign which talk is being hosted by which team member so they can then print a pdf version of their own little schedule and roster so yeah it does all the show notes and all that sort of stuff so yeah so C can you, I ask yeah. did, did you said four weeks ago you yeah. came up with this idea so in in four weeks uh you've managed to get these 100 people of which a, a significant proportion are difficult to get on the line if you like yeah. um you've you, you've managed to kind of throw it all together it's cohesive you've got a date in mind then you decided to build uh, a platform to take care of it all and you've done all of that all of that in four weeks yep you're not human all myself and, and then i incorporated a company about three days ago but that's the easy <laughs> bit to split it form. because to go to your earlier question just before i went on that big rant sorry guys um <laughs> you were saying you know what what is the ambition beyond this because and this was not the idea not even a beginning of an idea when i first started this um four weeks ago 
But what's very, very clear now is that there is a, an interesting opportunity to really shake up this space and provide a world-class uh, online summit, online conference, and ultimately offline conference bit of software that really just changes how, how we engage with people and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, so I've spun it off into its own, or I will be spinning it off its, into its own business. It's called Hey Summit. Um, by the time this goes out, the domain will be there and it'll be production ready, ready to purchase. Hey, as in H-E-Y, summit, S-U-M-M-I-T dot com. Um, and what I'm playing with, which is interesting, um, I have no idea how it's going to play out, but this idea that once the conference is finished and it starts this Monday, so the 3rd of September, I know this will be going out in about yes. six weeks from yeah, that point. Yeah. Um, once that period is finished, I'm going to be seeing whether or not I can get a pre-sale thing going on, a little bit Kickstarter-ish. Um, with all the attendees and all the speakers that we have on board, because, hey, if they've enjoyed the experience, they're going to be a perfect indicator as to whether or not there's a viable product here. So I'm hoping to sort of seed because I don't I, I, I hate going down the funding route. I want to be able to self-fund everything and I, I want to you know, de-risk everything. Yes, by having yes, a bit of, yes, You know, yeah. a bit of seed capital to, to be able to get a team in place, to be able to take it to the next level, all that sort of stuff. So my my. Goal, personally, is to see whether I can actually fund the next stage of the growth of this new business simply through pre-sales that will kick in automatically after the conference is finished. I am going to make a prediction. I'm going to predict that this is going to be very successful. Here, I've said it. Um, <laughs> a year from now, when Missing Letter cross-posts this to my Facebook group and uh, and you listen back to this, <laughs> you'll, be able to, you'll be able to go to heysummit.com and if it's a 404 page or something like that, then you'll know I was wrong. But I think this is brilliant. I'm, I'm really captivated by your enthusiasm uh, for this. But the it's it, to me, I, I simply don't understand how you've managed to do it in four weeks. I am utterly aghast. You must not sleep. Oh, you know, I sleep. Um, I'm bald, so I don't have any more hair to lose. So, you know, <laughs> what else am I going to do with my time? I might as well, you know, get on with work. But no, it's, it's I mean, I have, I, the only help I've had is with my wife. So she has taken charge of just reviewing. Once our speakers have entered the content, she's just every other couple of days, she um, reviews, you know, what people have entered just to make sure it's worded properly, don't misspelled something or or just, you know, put something that's just a bit too long or wordy or something else. Mm. But other than that, um, yeah, it's all been done myself. I am, I am very impressed. Um, I think, I think at that point, uh, I'm going to pass it over to you if you would like to tell our audience uh, where you can be found on the internet, you know, Twitter handles and all that business. And if you want to just mention anything that you haven't had a chance to, it, the, the floor is yours. Go for it. Surely I've spoken far too much. Um, <laughs> yeah. so I'll keep this, keep this nice and short. Um, so head to Missing Letter. I think, you know, I'd love to get you guys checking it out. Um, missing Letter, M-I-S-S-I-N-G, lettr.com. You can just go to Google and type in missing letter, either as one word or two words. It will find it. We'll be near the top there, so don't fret. Um, and if you want to check out Uppercase, it's missingletter.com slash uppercase. If you're listening to this when you should be in about six weeks, um, you can actually check the platform out itself and double check that it's not a 404. Um, it's <laughs> paysummit.com. Um, and if you want to track, follow me, track me, follow me um, on Twitter. Um, I'm trying to be as transparent and open um, about 
building and launching this um, this this conference in the first place, and then ultimately the platform um, from it um, through Twitter, just trying to keep people people in the loop. I think there's an interesting story here. Um, I'm Ben Dell, B E N D E L L. That's my Twitter handle, and that's pretty much where I live. Oh, I like it. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I think we're going to be hearing more from you, Ben, uh, in all honesty, I think in a, in a year or two from now, when the last post goes out on Missing Letter, <laughs> I think we might have, uh, we might be listening to your, your name more often than we are at the minute. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Okay, thanks for paying attention to the podcast. Really, really, really grateful that you guys make it to the end of this. It's very, very cool indeed. Always appreciative of anybody who listens. Very, very sincere thanks. The WP Builds podcast was brought to you today by GoDaddy. GoDaddy Pro is teaming up with web industry experts to bring you practical, real-world advice and guidance. Build your WordPress business with their free guides, articles, and tutorials at x.co slash wpbuilds. That's the letter x.co slash wpbuilds. And we thank our sponsors for their support of the WP Builds podcast. Okay, like I said at the beginning, I am recording this between Christmas and New Year. I sincerely hope that if Christmas is your thing, you enjoyed it. And I'm pretty sure that just about everybody around the world celebrates New Year in some way, shape or form. So I really, really hope that you enjoy that. We'll see you next week because there's no news bulletin this coming week because I'm taking the time off for New Year's itself. And so we'll see you next next Thursday for the WP Builds podcast. Thanks for listening, and I will fade in today's cheesy music. Bye-bye.